Hey everyone, uh, welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I am Lorraine and I am your host today. Uh, today is episode 46.2 and we are in 1 Peter chapter 5. So we're finishing up uh, the book of 1 Peter. So yay again. Um, you know, what I didn't do originally when we first started reading 1 Peter was to talk about what the purpose of this book was. And the purpose was, if you go back to the first page, <clears throat> where it gives you like a, an overview about it, it says this was to offer encouragement to suffering Christians. So that kind of, like if you're in the middle of a storm right now and you're, uh, for whatever reason, you know, uh, I was just talking to my son last night and the enemy likes to attack uh, when you're doing what God's wanting you to do. And that's when he, you know, he's trying to get your mind away from that and your focus away from it and distract you with things and problems and whatever it is. And I think that that's what this book was about. Uh, it's about encouraging you in the middle of your storms and and, and, and during your, you know, uh, whatever things that you're going through. What was the word I used during the persecution? Suffering, during your suffering. And I don't know what that suffering might be. You know, you're, you know, you're suffering, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I know that the enemy sure does like to throw uh, a wrench into the, the works. So <clears throat> as long as you're on guard and you know that, I mean, and, and you have to um, arm yourself with the word of God. This is what will get you through it as far as I'm concerned. And trust me, my family has been through a lot of storms. Uh, we are not above it at all. Uh, you know, we've still gone through storms because, uh, you know, the, there's nothing that Satan wants to do more than to A, get a hold of your children and B, uh, to separate families out. I, I am firmly entrenched in that belief. Uh, and I'm sure that there are many other Christians out there who, uh, seasoned Christians who are out there who believe the same thing. So more seasoned than I am. So anyway, uh, I did read through chapter five and this was really amazing to me how God speaks through us or through this book to us. And um, I, this was very pertinent to the conversation I was having last night. And I, I'm like, it's just confirmation as to what God is doing in this world. He's not forsaken us just just because you don't hear the booming sound of, you know, the voice of God, it doesn't mean that he's not there. Uh, you know, he speaks to us through other ways, at least he does for me. And today was a perfect example of that. So without move, you know, without delaying anymore, I don't, I don't, I don't want to drag this on. I'm just saying this was the perfect book for anybody who is in the middle of a storm. Uh, it's to encourage you to, you know, keep fighting the fight, keep doing what God wants you to do, find out what it is that God wants you to do and do it. Um, that's basically, you know, he works through us, uh, to ensure that the kingdom is going to keep growing. So, uh, you know, I, I do my little bit here reading, you know, one chapter a day, uh, 
that's what I felt like God was telling me, and you know, and I and He put it on my heart to get a hold of Jeremiah. We talked about this months ago, just kind of revisiting that again. So, you know, I am not fancy. I am not flashy. I don't do, you know, there's not a lot to this. This is basically just reading God's word. And that's all I want it to be. You know, when Jeremiah and I get together, we try to give it a little bit more spin and talk about other stuff because, you know, we enjoy talking to each other and fellowshipping. And so, you know, we, we just try to make it real. And uh, so anyway, we're not flashy. And, uh, you know, maybe eventually we'll add some things to this uh, when we get to a different place. Maybe we'll add some music in the background. If I can figure out how to do that, I will do it. Um, but until then, this is all about God. It's not about music in the background. It's not about me looking pretty with makeup and all that junk. It's not about backgrounds. I thought that that's what this was supposed to be. And God just put it on my heart. Don't worry about that stuff. You know, just put it all in my hands. I'll take care of it. And when the time is right, the ministry will grow. And that's the way I, I believe. You know, whoever we're out there reaching, um, trust me, we are... Uh, here for you. We're praying for you. Uh, I, I don't know who you are out there. You could be somewhere. I, I don't know. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully this is reaching out to people, you know, in all corners of the earth. I don't know. You know, we're trying to get it up onto YouTube and make it grow that way. And so it, it's, it's, again, we say it all the time. It is a marathon. This is a marathon. Reading the book that God gave us. This is the manual of life. And, and you know, digging through it a little bit at a time, it's, uh, I feel like it's the way that it's meant to be. You're supposed to read it and, and, and really uh, soak it up into your heart, into your head. Try to remember some of the Bible verses that you're reading. I'm not very good at memorization, but I, I can recall different verses that I've read. So, you know, with that said, I just wanted to put that out there, that this was a pretty important book for people who are suffering. And you're not alone. You are not alone. Trust me. You know, it's very easy to look at people's lives on the outside and think, oh, they've got such a great life. They they're having such a good time on Facebook. Everybody's so happy. Everything's so great. You know what? On the backside of that, everybody has to suffer in this life. Everybody does. I, I you know, you people who are famous, you think they've got such a wonderful life. They they got stuff too. They've got junk. Everybody's got junk. So don't think that everybody's life is perfect and yours is miserable. It's not. It's not that way at all. So, okay. Let's open up in prayer and uh, dive into chapter five. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we come to you uh, humbly, humbly to your throne. We should be on our faces right now praying to you uh, just to give you all the honor and the glory that you deserve. Uh, we are so thankful for all you provide for us, all that you do for us. We are most grateful for the book that you've provided for us, this Bible, so that we can read it and internalize it and uh, understand exactly what it is that you want us to do in this life, this precious life that you gave to us. And Lord, we do not take it for granted the precious life that sacrificed, was sacrificed on the cross for us. The Son, the only Son, Jesus Christ, who suffered a horrible, 
criminal's death on the cross, not because he wanted to, but because you wanted him to, so that we could be saved. And he loves us so much, you love us so much, and we love you right back for what you do for us. So thank you, God, for for being our Heavenly Father and taking care of our business. And Lord, whoever's out there who might be suffering, whoever might be going through trials and tribulations, Lord, please bless them, watch over them, and give them a calm spirit, a calm heart, uh, and help them to understand they're not alone and to not go through this alone, whatever it is that they might be going through. For those that are on the upside and uh, who are on uh, coming out of that and uh, actually experiencing some joy and some happiness, Lord, thank you for them getting through whatever it was that they got through and are able to see the the sunshine on the other side. So bless them and help them to enjoy that moment uh, of some just joy and happiness that you've provided for them. I thank you for those who are out there who are listening. I thank you for the, the people that you've sent. And I pray for those that are going to be listening and for those that are going to come and be part of this uh, fellowship, Lord. I pray blessings over this ministry. Uh, pray over uh, the growth of this ministry. However, whatever your will is for, for Jeremiah and I in this um, trek, we, we gladly accept whatever challenges that you give to us uh, in the future. And uh, please reveal to us what it is that you want us to do. Lord, we invite you into this time in your word. We pray that you anoint it and reveal to us what you want us to understand in, in this moment. Take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> okay, let us begin. So this is, again, episode 46.2, and we are chapter 5 in 1 Peter. Advice for elders and young men, excuse me. And now, a word to you who are elders in the churches. I, too, am an elder and a witness to the sufferings of Christ, and I, too, will share in his glory when he is revealed to the whole world. As a fellow elder, I appeal to you, care for the flock that God has entrusted to you. Watch over it willingly, not grudgingly, not for what you will get out of it, but because you are eager to serve God. Don't lord it over. Don't lord it over the people assigned to your care, but lead them by your own example. And when the great shepherd appears, you will receive a crown of never-ending glory and honor. In the same way, you who are younger must accept the authority of the elders. And all of you, dress yourselves in humility as you relate to one another, for God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. In, this, in his kindness, God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a little while, he will restore, support, and strengthen you, and he will place you on a firm foundation. All power to him forever. Amen. P 
Peter's final greetings. I have written and sent this short letter to you with the help of Silas, whom I commend to you as a faithful brother. My purpose in writing is to encourage you and assure you that what you are experiencing is truly part of God's grace for you. Stand firm in his grace. Your sister church here in Babylon sends you greetings and so does my son Mark. Greet each other with a kiss of love. Peace be with all of you who are in Christ. Like I said, this was a good one. Uh, it kind of gives it, uh, a, I don't know, it just kind of really spoke to me when I started reading this today. Um, starting out with, um, as a fellow elder, I appeal to you, care for the flock that God has entrusted to you. I don't know what or how God has entrusted you with any kind of, and it could be any flock. It could be your family. It could be friends, uh, co-workers. You know, God might be reaching out to you to tell you to, to start, you know, taking care of the people who are in your close circle. I don't know. Um, willingly, not uh, watch over it willingly and grudgingly, not grudgingly, sorry, uh, not for what you will get out of it, but because you are eager to serve God. Uh, I was listening to um, David Jeremiah this weekend, and he said, and I believe it was from Colossians, do unto, do do your work unto the Lord as if you're doing it unto the Lord, something like that. Again, I, I'm kind of, you know, going off the cuff here, but uh, I don't know what book that comes from. I didn't look it up pri previously because it didn't occur to me until this moment that I should have looked it up. Uh, I can if you want me to, but do it unto the Lord. Do your work unto the Lord as if you're doing it for him. So if you're doing it for your friend, your wife, your sister, your brother, your child, whatever you're doing, do it as if you're doing it for God. That's what you're supposed to be doing. So lift it up to him. Okay, sorry. I'm going to get off of that. Uh, and then leave them by your own good example. Don't lord over the people. Don't, you know, don't micromanage is I think what he's saying here. He's saying, leave them by your own good example. Set the example, live your life in a Christ-like way, and then that will help to lead them. That's what I'm getting out of this. Uh, you, uh, you who are younger must accept the authority of the elders, and all of you dress yourselves in humility. Uh, and it reads here, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Um, I always go back to pride goeth before the fall. So those who are proud, you know, if you're really haughty about it, you know, watch out because uh, your fall is coming. Maybe. I don't know. That's the way I'm reading this. I could be wrong. Uh, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. So humble yourselves. And I highlighted all the way from 6 through 11. So uh, I'm sorry. I'm just going to be rereading this. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. Worry about nothing. Pray about everything. That goes back to another, I think that was in Romans, maybe. Um, don't, you know, and I, trust me, I worry about everything. I wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning, and things start rolling around in my head. And you know why? Because that's what Satan does. He plays on you. He all of a sudden, he'll throw something in and you start thinking about it and he reminds you of, you know, whatever past sins that you've done. He reminds you of, you know, whatever things that are in the past that God has already forgiven you. If you're a Christian and you're a believer in Christ, 
He's already forgiven you. He's forgotten about it. But no, no, no. No, no, no. Satan wants to keep reminding you. So give it up to God. Stay alert. This was really important. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. This is what I was just talking about. Nobody is beyond this. You know, everybody has problems. Everybody's got stuff going on. Maybe it's financial. I don't know. I mean, we are in a recession right now. So, you know, it could be that. Uh, you might be going through health, you know, issues. Uh, what It could be anything. Uh, in his kindness, God called you to share in, these, in his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a little while, he will restore, support, and strengthen you. And he will place you on a firm foundation. All power to him forever. Amen. He is going to restore you. He's going to support you and he's going to strengthen you. He's going to give that to you. you just have the faith in God. I, I do it every day, every day, every day. I'm thinking, oh, when are we going to get through this? It, it's coming. You know, there's going to be a time where you can take a breath. You're going to get to the top of the water and you're going to be able to take a breath. Um, and then in the end, it says in Peter's final greetings, I have written and sent this short letter to you with the help of Silas. My purpose in writing is to encourage you and assure you that what you are experiencing is truly part of God's grace for you. Stand firm in his grace. Uh, greet each other with a kiss of love. Uh, I love hugging people, so I, that's, you know, I don't know if that's the way he's talking about, but that's me. And peace be with all of you who are in Christ. So. Stand firm. Stand firm in the word. Stand firm in, uh, in what God has for you in his grace. You know, it's amazing. It's amazing how this was this was the chapter we're reading today after uh, a very interesting evening. So um, anyway, um, I hope you got out of it what I got out of it. You know, don't Feel like you're alone because you're not. Uh, and you know what? Going into it again, we always give you the opportunity to accept Jesus as your uh, Savior. If you haven't done that, if you have not made a choice for Jesus, this is your moment. Uh, I should be doing this at the beginning, but I don't. Um, maybe I need to flip that. But we'll give you the opportunity and we'll help you to say the prayer. This is not, again, it's not a magic prayer. This is only you and God. This is, you know, me just leading it. It's not me. I'm not the Savior. Don't think I'm thinking that. So um, so if you haven't made a choice for Jesus, here's your moment. Uh, so let's pray. <clears throat> Holy and mighty God, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect to know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. Thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only son, Jesus Christ, on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior, into my heart, into my life. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations. 
Welcome into the Brotherhood Sisterhood of Jesus. It's an amazing new life. This is your new birthday. Mark it in your Bible. This is the Bible that we've been using since October 1st. It's the New Living Translation Daily Walk. Um, so it makes it a little easier to read along so you're not trying to figure out the different words and the different versions. Uh, but they all say the same thing. So, But anyway, uh, get to a church. Um, find a pastor who will help you to direct you in the right path, uh, where you're supposed to be doing, what you're supposed to be doing, where you're supposed to go, maybe the ministry you're supposed to get into, you know, what your spiritual gifts are. You know, that's an important thing to figure out and go live for Christ. That's what you should be doing. So that's it for today. Uh, again, always so grateful that you joined me today in reading God's word. Uh, I don't know what time it is that you were able to do this morning, noon or night, but I'm glad that you were able to carve out a little bit of time out of your very busy schedule. And I will see you tomorrow. God bless you. Have a great day.